Brandon Spivey here from the Markout Movie Podcast. I'm here today to give my review of Dark Phoenix. But before I do that, bonus movie news that we did not get to yesterday. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. Miramax is for sale. Uh, how will Halloween and Scream be impacted? Uh, I hope that... Um, I hope that Blumhouse picks both of them up because they. I feel like they're really wanting to create, you know, get major star power. Uh, with uh, you know, the the horror icon. That I mean, they have great a horror selection as it is. I mean, I mean, I don't love everything they do, but for the most part, I enjoy it. Uh, I really like the last one they did was Ma. I really enjoyed. Uh, so I'm hoping Blumhouse picks this up. If anyone else does, I don't think they will. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how others will handle Scream or Halloween. And if we don't get that sequel to the last Halloween, man, I'm just man. I'm be so sad about it. You know, and I know we'll get a sequel to it, but I feel Blumhouse will do a proper sequel. I'm not saying it'd be as good, but I, I, it would be solid. I think if someone else gets it, I just, I just don't know. You know, I don't know. Uh, I know some other people would be like, well, what if, you know, Warner Brothers picks it up? I mean, they own Freddy. Uh, they could still possibly own Jason. I mean, you know, you could do shared universe. It, and that would be cool to have a shared universe, but I, you look at what they did the last Freddy film, which I liked it when I first saw it, but now I've seen it a few more times. I'm like, it's not, the story's weak, uh, the characters are weak. Freddy's, I think he's great in the movie. I mean, he's not Robert England, but I still thought he was good. He, he more, I think he was more sinister uh, as, as Freddy in the first film. Uh, than Freddy than Robert was in the first film. Uh, uh, I don't know though. Maybe not. Uh, he was just different. <laughs> uh, I don't really want to go in details about what he was, but if you've seen the film, you know what he was, and I just kind of leave that one alone. Okay, Sylvester Stallone is up for Rambo Six if Rambo: Last Blood does well at the box office, and here's. My issue with that, it's called Last Blood. Everyone thinks this is the last film. Uh, this is how it's been billed. It's the last film. We know, but we know in Hollywood, it's never the last film. But with Stallone's age and being called Last Blood, and he's been uh, very vocal about this for years, if he did Rambo 5, Rambo would die at the end. And I'm still a believer that Rambo's going to die in Last Blood. Um, but... He's now saying if it does well, he would be open to doing sits. I think he tweeted something today that he's planning sits. Uh, you know, I I didn't read the tweet. I just saw it. I got an email about it. Stallone plans Rambo. I didn't read it, what it was. I'm just assuming it's part six. Uh, can only assume that. I mean, uh, but my thoughts on this is if, if, if Stallone gives Rambo a proper ending, whether he lives or dies, if it's, if it's fitting, I would be good with that ending, uh, but on another side of it, you know, if he could do sits, that's how many Rocky films he did before he did a spinoff Creed, but Rocky as the central character was sits films, so that would be cool that he had two franchises that went sits films, uh, but we know Rocky's now eight with Creed, the spinoff for Creed where he plays Rocky in two more films, uh, but you know, he, he wrapped up Rocky and Creed 2. Uh, I hope Rocky, 
hope he doesn't return for Creed 3. I expected Creed 3, but I hope he doesn't return. Uh, so I'm hope I think Rambo 5 is going to be a fitting ending for him, whether he lives or dies, and I'm going to be good with that. I think every Rambo fan will be good with that. Uh, he's in his 70s. I mean, he doesn't have to do this anymore. I know he's still talking about doing a, a Spinnables 4 and ending that, but he just doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do take these risks anymore, these action films. I mean, Last Blood looks like a def defining end to Stallone's action career. I mean, it really does, and... and you know, everyone said it looks like Logan, and I'm like, did you watch First Blood? To me, it looks like First Blood. Uh, it feels it feels like a First Blood film, and uh, and that's what's been missing in these Rambo sequels. Um, not saying I haven't enjoyed them. Uh, I I enjoyed two, three was fine. I didn't love it. Four was pretty good, um, but nothing has felt like the first film, and and I feel like five is gonna feel like the first film, and I'm. Uh, I don't want him to do anything to sabotage his ending. Uh, um, I, I mean, I know it's up to Stallone, and you know, if it does well, we'll probably see Rocky or Rambo Six. But uh, you know, he doesn't have to do it. Is what I'm saying, and I, I think his fans will agree that he doesn't have to. If it gives Rambo a fitting end, we're happy. Because you know, I thought Rambo had a fitting end after the fourth one. He went home. You know. If you know the history of Rambo, you, you know what he's went through, and he finally went home. That's a fitting end for him. But this one could be more fitting, so we'll see. Uh, Doctor Sleep trailer dropped last week. Um, um, you know, I, I really it when this thing was talking about being made into a film, they were casting and all that. They said this would not be a, a direct sequel to the film The Shining, but uh, of the novel. Uh, if you watch that trailer, you get scenes from the movie The Shining, and it's and it, what um, what he's done here is uh, who I'm talking about him is Mike Flanagan, who I, I greatly enjoy. Uh, he did a WWE Studios film called Oculus, which I really love. He did um, he did uh, uh, Gerald's Game, another Stephen King adaptation, which I really enjoyed. Uh, in some ways, it's better than a book. Uh, in my opinion, uh, you know, I know in some ways it's not, I, but I ain't gonna get onto that, uh, but the scenes he put into this movie were from the original, it, it give, it gave me goosebumps. I really enjoyed what I saw from Dr. Sleep's trailer. It, it, it had me, I had questions, which is good. You always want to have questions. You don't want to reveal too much. Uh, but man, I, I'm excited for this movie. Uh, it's going to be a blast, and and the thing is, you're going to get more excited because It Chapter 2 is going to come out, like, I think, uh, a month before Doctor Sleep, uh, so they're going to hype it up with that, too. I mean, you're going to get a lot of King, <laughs> and I'm happy about that. Uh, anything Stephen King is being done, I really enjoyed Pet Cemetery. I know it's got a mixed reaction from most fans, but I really enjoyed it, um, I enjoy that story, but, you know, I really enjoyed Dr. Sleep, and uh, I look forward to watching it in the theaters. Uh really do. Um, uh, we're going back to Blumhouse now, where I said I hope they buy Halloween and Scream. They have actually remade Black Christmas, and it comes out this Christmas. Um, my thoughts on this is I never saw the original. I enjoyed the remake okay. I mean, it's fine. It's not something I have to see, you know, more than once or twice. Uh, I think I've seen it twice, uh, maybe three times. Um, 
you know, it's fine. I, I'm not too crazy about the story itself, but I'm curious what Blumhouse will do to it, will do with this property that the remake didn't do. Uh, how different will it be? If I look forward to it, um, uh, I hope, I hope it's, it's, it's a worthy remake. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'll probably see it sometime in January. Probably won't see it in December. Uh, you know, Christmas coming up and everything. I'll probably wait on it. But I'll, I'll give it a shot. You know, Blumhouse usually does well. And, you know, I really enjoyed their last film, Ma. Uh, I, I, I was one that really enjoyed that movie. So, um, I'll give it a shot. Uh, I'd love to hear what Aaron's thoughts on all this is since we didn't get to go over it. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe he'll do a little video, do a little, he'll shoot a little podcast and answering some of these things. Um, also, Stephen King news. Stephen King wants Netflix to remake an accurate Under the Dome series. Um, you know, um, I would say it'd be a miniseries, but it could be a TV series. Um, I haven't read the book or, I, we own, me and Beth own the TV show, but we haven't re- saw it. Um, yeah, I've always heard it wasn't accurate, and, and that's the thing, man. All these adaptations, you know, there's stuff they're going to leave out, there's stuff they're going to change. Uh, I don't think you're ever going to get an accurate adaptation, 100% of anything. Uh, you know, Pet Cemetery wasn't accurate, but they changed some things that I actually liked. Uh, but, you know, uh, I would be up for it, watching it under the gnome on Netflix. Um, you know, I, anything Stephen King does or gets adapted i'm 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 all for it um samuel l jackson wants one more run at mace windu the character from star wars the prequels um i'd be up for it um but he is much older now uh it was it's getting close to 20 years since he last appeared in a star wars film uh uh i i'd be up for it i'm new to the star wars community to the fandom and all that, but I would be up for Sam returning. I don't know how you do it. Do you do a solo movie of his? And with Solo, speaking of solo films, Solo flopped at the box office, but was actually a very good movie, in my opinion. Um, one of my favorites in the Star Wars universe. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm not sure if Disney and Lucasfilms would take a chance on, on a character like this. Uh, I don't know. I, that's just me talking. I don't know how much he is loved or disliked. I know how much Jar Jar Binks is disliked, but I don't know how much um, Mace Windu is liked or disliked. Um, but I'd be up for it. That's just me. Uh, going back to Stephen King, The Long Walk will receive an ad- adaptation. Again, I have not uh, seen this, or I haven't seen it, of course, because it hasn't been made, but I haven't read this book i have it but i have not read it uh again i'm up for anything stephen king related uh the guy is one phenomenal author one of my favorites um this next one is what i really wanted to talk to aaron about but we didn't get to it was hunger games prequel was announced um uh for the, for people listening are you a fan of the hunger games do you want to see a prequel i have not seen the the films or read the books but i'm curious to watch them um you know, I, it's not something that, like, just wanted, they reached out and said, hey, I gotta see this right off. Uh, it's been years since it came out, and I, I, but I'm getting to the point where I, I'm, I'm curious about it, you know, I'm just curious about it, and 
maybe before this prequel comes out, and me and Beth will watch them, and and uh, maybe we'll do a series review of it. Uh, Aaron too, if he wants. I mean, I I'm not sure if he likes Hunger Games or not, but uh, I'd be curious to do a Hunger Games series review. Uh, but what do you think? Uh, are you wanting to see the Hunger Games prequel? Uh, I always think they're going to bring back Harry Potter as well. I know they're not really connected, but I think Hunger Games. I also think of Harry Potter. I th I don't know why, but I do. Um, but anyway, Gremlins animate series was announced. I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited for the Gremlins 3 movie. Um, I hope this goes to a streaming service where they can, you know, not be handcuffed. You know, uh, I do not think this should be a kid's show. I think this should be an adult show or, you know, for both. Give like they did with Batman and the Turtle movie. Give give it to both audiences at the same time. You know, you know, PG thirteen. Um, I I'm really excited for it though. It doesn't have to be Gizmo. It could just be the Gremlins. I'm just excited that anything Gremlins is coming back. Uh, Beth is more of a fan of Gremlins than I am, but you know, I was more of a Critters fan. No shame in saying that. Not not for me anyway. I love my I love my crates. Uh, but I I was a big Gremlins fan. I had the Gizmo doll when I was a kid. Um, and really enjoyed watching them. Uh, I had thought I'd seen Gremlins two as a kid, but apparently not because when we rewatched Gremlins and Gremlins two, I didn't remember a thing. I think I saw Hulk Hogan in a commercial or a, a TV spot for Gremlins two. That's what I remembered, but. Obviously, I did not remember that movie, and I wished it wouldn't have happened. I wished they would have took their time and developed a good story, but that movie is so out there. It's so off-the-walls bonkers. It's just, it's a mess. But I am excited for Gremlins animated TV show. Uh, to, you know, I'm, wherever they put it, I will try to watch it. Uh, I'm excited for Oh, uh, I'm really excited to announce this. Donnie Yen and... Can't pronounce his name. Lottie Lynn, I think. This is how you pronounce it. From the Power Rangers reboot, which I really enjoyed. Is up from Marvel. Shang Chi Rolls. I'm hoping Donnie gets it. I've loved Donnie for probably a decade. Uh, I think I first saw him in a Jet Li martial arts film. Um, I want to say it was Fearless. I could be wrong. He did several films with Jet Li. Uh, I don't know if he ever worked with Jackie Chan or not. But I know he worked with Jet Li. I know he was in uh, you know, Rogue One, Star Wars story. He played the blind man. Uh, he was really good in that. He was the best part about the tr last Triple X movie. <laughs> it was a bad movie. <laughs> um, but he was the best part about that. Uh, he, obviously, he would be. I mean, you got Vin Diesel and Ruby Rose uh, in him. You know, the funny thing is Jet Li was supposed to be in that movie, which was why I was excited. And I think Donnie replaced... Jet, uh, I think uh, Tony Jaws in that movie, another great martial artist. Uh, he plays the bad guy, I think. I don't know. It was a forgettable movie. I forgot after I watched it for, for the most part. Ice Cube's cameo was really good. That's one thing they did good. Uh, but anyway, I, I'm hoping Donnie gets a big role in this movie. Um, I'm excited for it. It should come out next year or early 2021 uh, they haven't announced it but i would say that's going to be filming really soon um but yeah i'm excited for that i'm, I'm pulling for donnie uh, to get something to get a big role in that because that guy deserves his spotlight in hollywood jackie's had his jets had his bruce lee had his donnie's 
he's up there with them. Um, you know, I mean, you can include Van Damme, you can include Seagal, Chuck Norris. I mean, all these guys have had their spotlight. Donnie really deserves his time. John, he was in another IP Man uh, films. I have not seen them, but I'm told they're really good. Uh, I really want to watch them. Um, but anyway, moving on. Amityville Horror, um, 1974 prequel was announced. Um, I'm really trying to think here. I don't know if I've seen any besides the remake. Uh, I really, I really, I, I enjoyed the remake though. But I can't remember if I've seen them. As a kid, they really didn't interest me. But, uh, you know, uh, I know there's like four or five in the main series. You have these one-offs, uh, straight to video. The last one went to straight to video after being teased to be a going to the cinemas it didn't make it i haven't seen it um but i i like to hear what aaron has to say about this one um i i i think they're just milking it and the, i tell you what i would like though as far as this story i would love for the conjuring to take on this story they did a little bit in part two at the opening but i would really like the conjuring to tell this story uh, James Wan, if <laughs> I would love for him to tell this story, um, you know, but that's my thoughts on Amityville Horror 1974 prequel. Uh, Ready or not, trailer dropped. Uh, I'm really excited for this one. Um, this film looked like it was Clue meets your next, and uh, I'm I, I'm telling I'm excited for it. Uh, if you have not seen the trailer, I recommend you watching this trailer. It comes out August 23rd. I'm I'm pumped for it. I really want to see this movie. Um, I did not know what it was when I first saw it. I was like, what is Ritty or, Ritty or not? <laughs> but anyway, I really enjoyed that trailer. And my last bit of news today is Fast and Furious um, Animate Series trailer dropped. You don't really see a whole lot. Um, for all the Fast and Furious fans, I'm curious what your thoughts of this is. It's going to be a kid's show, but I mean... For me, it'll give me something to watch with Dawson. Get him maybe in his introduction to the Fast and Furious films. Uh, he's starting to really like The Rock. He wants to see Hobbs and Shaw. So um, I'm curious if he will like this. Um, uh, and for the Fast and Furious fans that have kids, I'm curious if you're going to watch it with your kids. Uh, I, as an adult, I am a fan of the Fast and Furious series. Um, I guess you would say they're guilty pleasures of mine. Um that I wouldn't say they're real movies anymore. Um, I would say uh, the last real movie was probably Fast and Furious with Vin Diesel and Paul Walker reunited in that movie. But, uh, you know, they're fun to watch. You, you turn your brain off. Don't take it serious. I mean, I enjoy them. But that is all I have today for movie news. I'm going to now get right into dark phoenix and here we go um jean gray begins to develop incredible powers that corrupt and turn her into a dark phoenix now the x-men will have to decide if the life of a team member is worth more than all of humanity um rotten tomatoes gave this 23 percent um the audience score is higher <laughs> It's it's a, it's a little bit higher. Uh, it's not great, but it's sixty four percent. Um, you know this the I 
Let's start with the cast. Uh, James McAvoy is Professor at Xavier. Uh, he is fantastic in the role. Uh, Michael Fassbender as Magneto is good, as always. Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique is Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I know she's in the Hunger Games, and I, 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 I like her as Mystique, but she's, uh, she's not my favorite. Nicholas Holt is Beast, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, when they went younger with these roles, I really became a big fan of Beast. Uh, Sophie Turner plays Jean Grey. I like her in the role. Uh, Ty Sheridan uh, is Cyclops. I love Cyclops. Uh, he's much better in, in the role than the original X-Men films. Uh, I'm talking about the character, not the actor. It's just he's he has more, you know, he's, he's more important. And, you know, uh, I will... I'm going to go ahead and um, give my negatives to this film. It is uh, Jessica Chastain as Vuk and her aliens. I don't care about you. There's really no backstory to them anyway. I don't care. Um, when they were on the screen, I was like, you know, <laughs> I wasn't checking my phone or nothing, but I was like, I don't care about you. Go away. <laughs> Bring, give me the X-Men. Uh, I want to first say this, though. I'm not a big X-Men fan. Not at all. Uh, I think they spent too much focus on Wolverine when Hugh Jackman was in those films. Uh, he was more important than the X-Men. That's how I saw it. And and I think Fox, that was Fox's biggest mistake of these films. Uh, he, he made him more important. But when they went back to the past, they kind of changed that. And X-Men mattered, which I, I prefer those films over the original trilogy. But, um, you know, the basic story is, uh, and I'm not going to give it away, but they go to space, and something happens to Jean Grey, and she's not the same when she comes back, and as they said, she becomes the Dark Phoenix, uh, she ends up killing a member of the X-Men, I'm not going to give it away who it is, uh, you probably could guess it, but I'm not going to give it away, the trailers kind of gave it away, uh, but I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> I'm stating I'm not giving it away. But, you know, I, I love the emotional side of this film. Um, the Not just Jean Grey, uh, Cyclops, Professor X, uh, Magneto, uh, Beast, uh, you know, the, even Mystique. Uh, uh, you know, I, I love the emotional side of this movie that it takes. Uh it had it reeled me in. It had me. I, I much more. The action's fine. It's anything you would see in an action film, or a comic book film. Uh, it's nothing new there. So, so you know, that's what you're getting. But the emotional side of the story is what got me, and kept me there f from the first reel to the end credits. Uh, you know, I I I, I really was digging that story, uh, that emotional side. And that's something uh, The Last Stand did not do with Amik Jansen as Jean Grey. Uh, she, her story, I didn't care. That movie was not good, in my opinion. But this one, I think, is good. I, 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 it's undeserving 23% front to me. I think it's undeserving. I, I, even if you're, even if you don't particularly like the movie, I think you at least give it 5 out of 10 if you're going to go that way. You know, it's a, it's watchable. 23% is not watchable. Uh, that's Men in Black. 
I mean, that's watchable, but it's to the point it, you're, you're not invested. And I was invested in this movie, so um, that's just my take on it. I was invested. I really dug the story. I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the performances. I enjoyed Professor Ed's fighting with himself because he did something to Jean Grey when she was a child. And that they explore that in this movie, and and he's battling with that because he he him himself has changed. He's not the professor as he used to be. He puts himself over the X Men and and what's best for them, you know. And I love that. I, I do. I'm all about story. In case people do not know, I'm all about story. Then I am about glamour and action sequences. I love my action sequences. But the story has to be there for me to be still invested. If it's not there, it's kind of like John Wick 2. If you if you listen to the podcast yesterday, I wasn't as invested in John Wick Chapter 2 because I wasn't invested in, in the story they were telling. Uh, it just wasn't gelling with me. But this one d- does gel. I'm not saying it's the best X-Men movie. Uh, I think off the top of my hand, maybe Aaron and I will do a review of the X-Men films at one point in time. Um, I would say First Class. It's my favorite film. Um, Days of Future Past is up there too, but uh, you know this is coming off dark. This is coming off Apocalypse, and I was not the biggest fan of Apocalypse. I did not enjoy that movie. Um, I really didn't. Didn't enjoy it. Uh, some did, some didn't, but I didn't. For me, this is ending at thoughts and. X-Men are going to go to Marvel and be part of the MCU now. And uh, I thought it was a fitting end for them. I really did. Uh, I will get the, the last scene between Magneto and Professor X in the movie I thought was fitting. Uh, I'm not going to give away what it was or nothing, but I thought it made me happy. Because you, you've come a long way with these characters from the very beginning to X-Men with Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. I, I always will remember this line towards the end of that first movie. I can't remember which character is talking to Magneto, but he's saying he's the bad guy. And I just remember Ian McKellen kind of turning his neck over to the left, I think. He said, is that what they say? <laughs> I love it. I mean, I, I do. I'm, I love I, I love those two characters. Uh, but my favorite character is Cyclops. Um that even goes back to when I was a kid. I love, I love Cyclops. Uh, but it, th- these films made me a fan of Beast. I didn't care for Beast in the original trilogy. Uh, um, I love Kelsey Grammer, but I didn't didn't care for his portrayal as Beast. He, he didn't even, he wasn't given much to do. A lot of them wasn't given much to do. Cyclops wasn't given much to do. Uh, but for, if you've been a fan of this since day one, I think this is a fitting end. For It was for me. I'm not going to... Say it's five out of five mark counts for me, but but I will say this: I do think they shouldn't have had Jessica Chastain's character and her aliens in this film. I, I think if you take those out, this gets a higher. It may be part of the comic. I, I I don't know. I don't know this comic, Dark Phoenix. A lot of people say this doesn't work for a film. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I guarantee Marvel probably will try it down the road. Uh, and people will love it <laughs> because they love everything Marvel. But I've heard a lot of people complain comparing this to Captain Marvel. It looks like a lot like Captain Marvel. She looks a lot like Captain Marvel. I'm going to tell you something right now. And this is the honest truth. The only reason I found Captain Marvel as good as it was was because of Samuel L. Jackson. 
Uh, he, he made that movie enjoyable. Brie Larson, for me, as Captain Marvel, was not good. Uh, I, I don't know. I think she's, she makes the character bland. You know, I, and I felt that way about Kong Skull Island. It's who, I love that movie. It's a lot of fun. I felt, I felt like a kid watching it, but when she was on screen, when it was just her, you know, like that scene with her and Kong, I didn't feel that connection. You should feel between those two characters. Uh, I, like, you usually do feel with Kong and a woman, you know. There's supposed to be, like, a connection. There was no connection there. She's, I just think she's kind of boring. Uh, and I hate to say that, but I, I do. It's my honest opinion. But I preferred Dark Phoenix over Captain Marvel. And, uh, you know, I, I, that's just the truth. Uh, I think I think it's an overall better film. I think Sophie Turner is better. And I don't want to compare Jean Grey to Captain Marvel, but... You know, a lot of people are comparing those two films and uh, those two characters, for, for, you know. But I even, you know, even love the, um, when uh, Jean Grey goes back to her home. And this is kind of a spoiler, but when she meet, meets her dad for the first time in years, that scene, that emotion, I mean, it breaks your heart, man. It does. And I, I, I dug the story. Uh Except for Jessica Chastain's character and her aliens, they they were throwaways in my opinion, and uh, that's why I will not give this five out of five. Uh, but my markouts for this film is I'm gonna give it four, four markouts out of five. Really enjoyable film for me. Uh, a lot of people, you know, the critics hated it, think it's unwatchable, whatever. Uh, but for me, very enjoyable film. Uh, sad to see him go, but. I'm curious to see what Marvel does with them and how long it would take for Marvel to bring them in. Uh, I think you, I think it could happen to, with the multiverse because um, obviously they would have shown up by now. You know, if they would have been allowed to. Uh, I think multiverse will bring in the X-Men. Um, but, you know, I'm looking forward to what Marvel's going to be doing with these characters. What they're going to be doing with the Fantastic Four characters. Uh, there's rumors that they're going to bring in... <clears throat> They're going to bring in uh, Venom for the next Spider-Man movie. Not the this one, but then the third one. So I'm just looking forward to what Marvel's going to do with their characters. Uh, but this has been my review on Dark Venus. I hope that the, who, the people that listen that have watched this and enjoyed it, you enjoyed this review. If you haven't seen this film and you want to see it after, watch, after listening to my review, I hope you enjoy it. Because uh, I did. I really did. I'm not, you know... I'm, not, I'm, the, I'm, I'm just being honest and Dark Phoenix was a very enjoyable film for me uh, that, that, but that is my take on it that's my review and this is Brandon Spivey until next time stay tuned for the Mark Out Movie Podcast <laughs>